there, friend, and happy new year. Welcome to 2023. So I had episodes all ready to go. I was going to share two um, interviews with you this that week between Christmas and New Year's. And, you know, we had the fire and everything like that. And so I was getting them all set up and my computer would not let me edit them. It was giving me so much trouble. And I thought, you know what? Maybe it's the Lord just trying to say, it's okay. You don't have to publish those right now. And so that's what I did. You'll still hear the interviews. In fact, one is going to air on Thursday and one will be the following week. So you'll get, you'll still get these, but I just took a little bit of a break and I have to tell you it was, it was kind of nice. Although they were already recorded and done and ready to go. It was, it was a nice respite and I know how you are and I'm the same where it's like, go, 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 go. And we kind of feed on this um, energy of, of just running. And so I had to take a break and my life has looked a lot different these last couple of weeks since our garage fire and then, you know, Christmas and New Year's and everything like that. And it's been sweet. And I'm trying to find the joy in each of those things. So today, as we start our first official episode of 2023, yes, I know yesterday we had Mindset Monday, but this is the first like official business, back to business episode of 2023. And we are talking about four things, four things, just four, you need to do to set your year off on the best foot possible. You have the goals, the dreams, everything. And I just want you to take a little pause for a second. And I mean, it's only January 3rd, so it's not a huge pause, but I want you to take a little pause for a second. And let's think about these four things before you start all the big goal setting and all the planning and the dream boards and whatnot. Let's let's start here first. So if you're ready, let's hop on in. Hey there, my unicorn mama. Do you feel like you're not having success in your network marketing business? Are you struggling to build a team or get customers? Do you think people will run from you if you bring up your company or products one more time? Do you feel awkward like you're forcing sales? Do you hate cold market messaging but have no idea what else would work to grow your network marketing business? What if I told you it was possible to build a successful network marketing, social selling business your way? A way that felt comfortable, authentic, and easy. Imagine if new customers and team members came to you and they actually wanted your products and to work with you. It's possible to have success by simplifying your process so you can convert in less time. I'm Michelle. Hey there. And after more than a decade in the network marketing industry, I've finally figured out a system to help me show up as the audacious, unique unicorn God created me to be to use my time efficiently and effectively while not being tied to social media and having more fun in the process. In this podcast, you'll find ways to grow your network marketing, direct sales, social selling business through strategic goal setting, unlocking a growth mindset, social media strategy, tactical sales and marketing hacks, 
genuine, authentic connection, and relationships built on trust. You'll hear from expert guests and some fun, spicy conversations with other unicorns just like you. So go heat up that cup of coffee for the eighth time. I know how it goes and let's get started. I like to keep things simple and by no means is this a comprehensive list. You're going to have other things that you want to include for you and your specific business. But on a whole, I was trying to think through what are the best ways to get your year off and running and to look forward to these next 12 months of what is this year and what do you want ahead? What do you want for your business? And it, as my as my life has taken a bit of a pivot, and if you haven't heard already, I've put a pause on the mastermind and just, I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't know what's going on. As I record this, we are still in the hotel waiting for a little bit more long-term, um, long-term, short-term rental something, whatever it is. And here's the thing. I, I don't want to give you any less than 110% of me. And with not knowing where things are going, I just felt really like the Lord was saying, you know what? Just just hold up a little bit. And I'm okay with that. And it's coming. I mean, I think for right now, that's what I think, but we'll see what happens and what the Lord has in store for us. And it's so easy to get to this new year. And as we close out, you know, as you were closing out 2022, you're thinking of all the big things that you want to do in the next year. And I am all for them. You know, if you've listened to any amount of episodes, you know that I'm all about the big goals, like go for them. I want you to have them. But before you do that, I want you to take a little breath and I want you to consider these four things first. Okay. So number one, it's your time with Jesus. You can have all the plans, you can have all the goals, but friend, if you haven't taken the time to plan out how you're going to spend time with Jesus this year, it's not going to happen. So I know more than likely, not only have you thought about your business goals, but there's a very good chance that you have thought about those health goals. Maybe you want to start working out again. You want to start eating better. You know, you've pinned all the ways to get healthy in the new year. You're um, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to get to bed earlier. I'm going to drink more water, blah, 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 all the things, right? Just like your health goals, you have to plan out your time with Jesus. What is that going to look like? When will you do it? Are you going to go through a Bible study? Are you going to read through the Bible? So here's what happens with me. In my head, I make things out to be harder than they are. Let's take, for example, budgeting. I don't know who enjoys doing it, but I don't because in my mind, I feel like, oh my gosh. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do X, Y, Z. Like maybe I won't be able to get my nails done every so often, or maybe I won't, you know, and when I sit down and go through my budget, I actually find out that when I don't budget, I actually throw more money away because I'm not aware of where my money is going or, and and then I realize, gosh, I, I really could have done X, Y, and Z if I had just planned better for it. So 
I say that because you don't have to spend three hours in God's word. If you have the time, do it. Absolutely. You are going to love that time. But I know you probably don't. You don't have three hours really to devote to anything other than your family. And that probably comes in little blips here and there, right? And hopefully it's a little bit more than three hours, but you know, it's, it's parts here and there. If you don't take your spiritual life seriously, the days are going to go by and you will not have spent any time with the Lord. So why not prepare yourself as much as possible? Have you ever heard the analogy of the, the cup of coffee? Here's how it goes. If I had a cup of coffee, which I do right next to me, and if I got bumped somehow, what's going to spill out? Well, coffee, because coffee is in my cup, right? Well, it's the same with us. We go through life every day and we get bumped little big somewhere in between. And what comes out? Well, whatever is inside of us, are you filled with the spirit? And are you, is that what's bumping out when those little, big, small, large, enormous, you know, bumps of life, whether it's health scares or fires or (laughs) anything in between, what is it that, that bumps out? Well, it's whatever's inside. How have you been spending your time? Are you filling your mind, your soul, your spirit, your body, everything with God's word because you're hemming your day in and you're starting it that way or you're finishing it that way? It's not just going to happen. So before you do anything, I want you to take some time and figure out how are you going to spend time with Jesus? A couple weeks ago, I shared how I've been reading through the Bible. It's uh, the five-day-a-week reading plan. I'm sure if you Google that, that's not the exact um, the exact URL, but if you Google that, it'll come up. I love it. Or go into the Facebook community. I shared it in there. Click the link. Download it. I make zero money off of it. It's free. You know, go get it. Make a plan for yourself that is doable. When we talk about health goals, I don't know how many people have said on January 1, I'm going to work out six days a week for three hours a day. And the reality is that they didn't touch a gym for months. But all of a sudden on January 1, they're like, no, I am now going to do this. Well, the same is with our time with the Lord. If you haven't been consistently spending time in, in the Word, Okay, well, don't overcommit because you will burn out and you will not be consistent. Find something that you can do. Maybe it's your Bible, a Bible study at your church. I have highly recommended many, 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 many times Priscilla Shire. Go to Amazon, Google Priscilla Shire. Actually, better yet, go to christianbooks.com and find Priscilla Shire studies. Or there's a thousand different people that you could go through a study of. Um, What can you What can you do? What can you study on your own? If it's the five day a week, it literally might take you 20 minutes each day to read through some of those things, some days shorter, whatever. You get the point. Number two, I want you to get clear on your identity with Christ. The compensation plan is great. And I've been talking a lot about this. I love the comp plan. It's amazing, but it does not, and it will not define your worth. You, my friend, are a child of the king. You are a daughter of the king. You can make all the goals you want, but if you haven't found your worth and value in Christ, then then honestly, none of it matters. And you very way you very well may hit all of those goals. You may fly past them. 
all the more reason to understand that your value is not in those promotions, in those titles, in the money. It's in Christ. Because when we understand that, the promotions and the money will not take our eyes off of the Lord. When we see our value and the promotions, the titles, the money, if we see our value as those things, then we have a tendency to attribute it all to us. Look what we did. Look what I did. I worked really hard. This all happened. The only reason you're where you're at, it's because of who Christ made you to be. So click the link in the show notes because I'm sharing 10 scriptures that Christ says about you. I want you to memorize these, to print these out, to write them on post-it notes, put them on your mirror, put them in places where you can memorize them and you're hit with them on a regular basis because all the great goals in the world, hitting them, running towards them, mean nothing if you don't understand your identity in Christ first and foremost. So just to recap, number one, spend time with Jesus. Map out that plan. What does that look like? Number two, get clear on your identity with Christ. Number three, stake, t- take stock and take action. I want you to understand your strengths and weaknesses. God made you unique. Your upline is equipped with unique strengths and weaknesses, just like you're, you're, you're equipped with unique strengths and weaknesses. She isn't better or worse than you. I want you to stop comparing. Stop saying you have to hit, you know, black diamond sparkly unicorn because you aren't like her. You know, you haven't hit those things because maybe you're not like your upline. Hallelujah. God made you absolutely unique. I want you to take some time to truly see who you are, the good, the great, the bad, the ugly, and then give it all over to the Lord. Ask him to strengthen your weaknesses, to make you humble in your strengths, and to give you wisdom in how to use those. But I want you to take stock in what you're allowing. So we understand we all have strengths and weaknesses, and I want you to fine tune a little bit more. And I have a download for you in the show notes download it. Take a look. Take some time. Pray over this. Really pray over this. I want you to ask yourself, what are you tolerating? What do you feel you should be doing? What are those things that I should be doing this or I should be here? I should think about those. What are you allowing to frustrate you? Friend, we have control over our mind the fire. I've had so many people say such nice things like, oh, Michelle, I think it's so great that you're finding joy in all of these things. Friend, it's a decision. We are deciding to find joy in the fire. If it were up to me, I would not find joy in in this. I am an adventurer and, well, let's not say adventurer. I am one who likes to find an adventure in things. But But that's because I'm not allowing this to frustrate me. Now, we still have a whole garage to go through that is filled with memories and pictures, and that's going to be hard, and I'm going to have to decide and choose joy in each of those moments. Just like choosing joy, we also allow frustrations. We choose to be frustrated by things. The person who cuts you off, you have a choice. Do you just let it go? Or do you allow yourself to give in? I get it. It's frustrating. It's annoying. That's really rude, right? But you have a choice on how you're going to respond to these things. So what are you allowing to frustrate you? What do you really want? Like, think about it. It's, it's so good to be like, I want to make $10,000. That sounds really good. But is that really what you want? 
Is that really what you need? How do you currently feel and how do you want to feel about your business? Get honest. Be clear. How do you actually currently feel about your business and how do you want to feel about your business? I want you to take stock of each of these things and take action. Make the changes that need to be changed or need to have, make the changes that need to happen. So like I said, I have a download for you. Download it, print it out, write these things out, pray over it. Friend, I want you to pray over each and every one of these. And as you read them and you say, okay, what am I tolerating? What am I tolerating? And, and you, you feel something come to your mind. That's not an accident. If you ask the Holy Spirit to show you these things, ask him, what am I tolerating? Lord, show me. And if something comes to your mind, write it down. If you don't understand it, pray over it. Father, what does this mean? What do you mean by this? Like, show me, make it clear to me. And then listen, listen. It might take some time. It might take a day, a week, a month, but listen. Don't just ask and then walk, walk on, listen. Okay, number four, take inventory. This is so important. What did you do in 2022? What goals did you hit? I want you to go through your back office with a fine tooth comb. I want you to write down every measurable metric you can think of. Everything. If you, if I've talked to you about the mastermind, this is where we would start. Inventory. Take a look at everything. I want you to, over the last, over 2022, I want you to write down your volume of every month. How many team members were on your team each month? How many did you add? How many customers, personal customers, did you have? What were your personal sales? Can you look back and see how many conversations you had? doesn't have to be just about your business, but how many conversations did you have? That one's going to be a little bit trickier if you haven't kept track of that, but you know, see if you can look back at the last couple months and, and measure that, track that a little bit. What were the volume of those orders? What were the frequency of those orders? Whatever you can think of that can be measured. It is so incredibly easy to sit in one month and see each month as compared to the previous month. If the volume was bigger than the previous month, we call it a success, right? If the month was lower than that previous month, then we're likely about, you know, we're, we're, we have the tendency to consider that a failure. It may be the case. I don't know, but more than likely it's not because we're measuring against a single metric. Taking each of these metrics individually and basing our success or failure on that one metric is like measuring our health on the scale or just what your blood pressure is or only your heart rate. Sure, those are indications of other things, right? If your volume started out super high in January of 2022 and it was, you know, going down and up and down and up and down and down, 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 then sure, that's an indication of some other things, but that is a single metric. You need to take a look at it in perspective by the whole thing. Just like the scale, your blood pressure, and your heart rate individually, they are not a complete indication of or a complete um, uh, measurement of your health. But when you put them all together, 
they tell more of a story, right? We have to look at everything to get that complete picture. The same is true with our business. I want you to look at that whole picture. Maybe your volume was lower, but you had a new team member. You had three customers who hadn't ordered in a while. Uh, Friend, that's an amazing month. And the only way you're going to understand that is if you can look at that whole year as a whole. And I would even challenge you to, at the end of each month, Keep a record of these things. Start a spreadsheet that makes the most sense for you and add to that each month. Don't just do the volume, but add in each of those things so you can start seeing patterns. You can start seeing things. If you don't have a team, awesome. Do it for yourself. If you do have a team, awesome. But really make sure that you're doing this measuring on yourself first and foremost, right? Take inventory, look at the year as a whole instead of those one month at a time. What conclusions can you draw? What can you learn? Here's the thing, most of you aren't gonna do this. And you know why? Because it's work, it takes time. We like easy. We like that the back office calculates a lot of these things for us. But friend, you're a business owner. You want to be taken seriously. You've chosen to be in this industry, in network marketing, that people have their opinions on. And if you want to be different, then you treat your business different. You treat it like a brick and mortar business. I promise you, a brick and mortar business is doing these sort of analytics. They're looking at these things to see where they can find the ups and the downs and the the good, the bad, the, the trends, the things that are happening that we don't see on a month to month basis. And The cool part about when I work with clients one-on-one and we work through these things is you're looking at your business and you're so emotionally invested in it, which you should be, that it's so easy to see a lot of the successes that I see. And that's what I have so much fun with is showing you where you have succeeded, where you have seen that growth. And that's why I'm super excited. Yeah, maybe we're not doing the mastermind right now, but I sure as heck am doubling down on my coaching because I want to work with you. Maybe we just do one single unstuck session. Awesome. Maybe you schedule a couple of them. Awesome. Great. Whatever works for you. I want to do that because I want to see how I can show you the success that is laying right in front of you and how you're missing some of that. And I want you to be frustrated. So I want you to look and see and analyze what went right. What could you have done better? What needs to change? What do you want 2023 to look like? Because it's not until you go through these things first before you, when you, when It's not until you, sorry, I'm having trouble with words today. It's not until you map out how you're going to spend time with Jesus, where you are and who your identity or what your identity is in Christ. When you get clear on that, when you take stock and take action, and finally, when you take inventory and you see all of these things, then, then you are ready to put those goals together. Until then, really, And if you're making goals without taking these things into consideration first, then you've likely created goals that aren't as comprehensive or specific to you as they could be. They're probably goals based far too much on your compensation plan, based too much on what you think 
your upline wants for you, or maybe she's come right out at, with it and told you what she needs you to do. And that may or may not be realistic for you. I want you to take the time, download these worksheets. They're free. Create a plan that works for you. Like I said before, most people aren't looking for $10,000 a month. Many are, but most people are looking for an additional couple thousand dollars a month. What would a couple thousand dollars a month do for you? Big things could pay off debt, right? You could pay for your kids' braces. It pays for those sporting events. Maybe it puts money aside into your savings. It allows you to pay your mortgage down faster so that you can be rid of that loan. I don't know, whatever that is. Maybe it's it allows you to say yes a couple times to your kids in the month. Go and get that, um, what's the, the, the shake from... Chick-fil-A, my kids love it. Well, who am I lying to? I love it. It's amazing. The uh, peppermint mocha one, whatever that thing is. It allows you to say yes more. Are your goals reflecting your needs, wants, and desires, or are they reflecting someone else's? So friends, here's four things I want you to take a look at before you set any goals and, and, and really just to set your business off for the best and most success possible. One, plan how you're going to spend time with Jesus. Two, get clear on your identity in Christ. Three, take stock and take action. And number four, take inventory. Okay, friend, I love you. Let's just see what 2023 holds as we commit all of this to the Lord. I'm going to pray. Dear gracious Father, I just thank you so much for each woman who is listening right now. I know that her greatest and first desire is to honor you in her business, in her life, in her marriage, in her parenting, in all things, Lord. And I just pray that you would go before her, that you would give her wisdom and clarity on what she um, has been doing right and what is amazing, what she needs to continue doing and what are the areas where she needs to maybe make some small tweaks, some fine tuning or some big tweaks, some big pivots, Lord, so that she can make sure she is in alignment with you first and foremost, not her upline, her sideline, her team, but you, Lord. I thank you so much for your goodness and your mercy, for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. In your son's name, amen. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or Click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.